Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of therandyreport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, Chicago police reportedly believe Empire star Jussie Smollett may have staged his alleged homophobic attack. A federal judge ordered the Pentagon to stop discharging HIV-positive U.S. military service members. The NAACP Image Awards snubbed the groundbreaking TV series Pose. And Tony Award winner Ben Platt released his new music video and came out at the same time. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. Multiple media outlets are reporting that two law enforcement sources with knowledge of the Jussie Smollett investigation say Chicago police have shifted the focus of the probe into whether Jussie Smollett paid two brothers, previously identified as persons of interest, then arrested as possible suspects, to stage the assault. A Chicago police spokesman said, We can confirm that the information received from the individuals questioned by police earlier in the Empire case has in fact shifted the trajectory of the investigation. We reached out to the Empire cast member's attorney to request a follow-up interview. The brothers, who were arrested Wednesday at O'Hare Airport, were released without charges Friday after Chicago police cited the discovery of new evidence. The sources told CNN that the two men are now cooperating fully with law enforcement. Veteran Chicago News anchor Rafer Weigel tweeted similar information, adding that detectives also have the receipt for the rope found on Smollett the night of the attack, showing the brothers bought it. Earlier this week, media outlets were reporting that the CPD was looking into the possibility that Smollett had faked the alleged attack. At the time... The police department spokesman quickly responded to those reports, calling them unconfirmed, and that the sources being used by those outlets were uninformed and inaccurate. Stay tuned, this is a developing story. A federal judge has ordered the Trump administration to stop discharging HIV-positive members of the U.S. military for the time being. The order came in the case of Roe and Voe versus Shanahan, filed by Lambda Legal and OutServe SLDN. The lawsuit was filed on behalf of two airmen who were given discharge orders in November of last year. Both men had tested positive for HIV in 2017 during routine screenings, and after beginning antiretroviral treatment, they were deemed asymptomatic and declared physically fit to deploy. Even though they had the backing of their commanding officers, they were informed in November that the military prohibits personnel with HIV from being deployed to the Middle East, where apparently the majority of Air Force members are expected to go. In February 2018, the Trump administration announced its Deploy or Get Out policy, which ordered the Pentagon to identify service members who cannot be deployed to military posts outside the United States for more than 12 consecutive months, and to separate them from military service. Both men say they can deploy with no issues as long as they take a supply of medication with them. 
One of the airmen told the Washington Post he'd already been deployed to the Middle East twice, and both times his duty didn't require him to leave his base where proper medical facilities were available. Neither men were given the option of alternative jobs, which they say they would have accepted. U.S. District Judge Leonie Brinkema issued the preliminary injunction Friday after hearing oral arguments regarding Lambda Legal and OutServe SLDN's motion for a preliminary injunction, as well as the Trump administration's motion to dismiss. Judge Brinkema granted the injunction after ruling the plaintiffs were likely to prevail in stopping their discharge. A transgender man has been awarded $120,000 in a discrimination lawsuit against an Iowa prison. In 2015, Jesse Vro, a registered nurse, was working at an Iowa prison where he asked his employers, the State Department of Corrections, for permission to use the men's facilities at work. He explained that he was transitioning from female to male, but the department denied his request, citing concerns for the rights of male officers. According to the lawsuit, they also deemed transgender issues to be, quote, too controversial. Being denied access to men's facilities at work made Vro feel like, quote, like they put a roadblock in front of me trying to stop my social transition. It's like wearing a Halloween costume, being who you are on the inside, and knowing you can't be who you are on the outside. This week, however, jurors in Iowa disagreed with the DOC's decision. On Wednesday, a jury for a district court in Polk County awarded Roe $120,000 for workplace discrimination on the basis of sex and gender. Additionally, part of the money was for damages caused by lack of insurance coverage for Vro's gender reassignment surgery. Vro now works as a nursing director for a rehabilitation center. He told the New York Times, it was about being in a country where you have rights and you are free and everybody should be treated equally. It's worth it for anybody who comes up after me who doesn't have the voice to stand up to a big state entity. This was the first time a transgender rights case has been successful in Iowa since the state legislature amended the state's Civil Rights Act in 2007 to include gender identity. Speaking for the American Civil Liberties Union who worked on the case with Roe, Attorney Melissa Hasso said, It is a really important victory. It's a cutting-edge victory nationally, let alone in Iowa. A spokesperson for the State Department of Corrections told the New York Times, quote, The department is working with the Office of the Attorney General to review the court's decisions, and we're evaluating our options going forward. It's worth noting, however, that the spokesperson did not respond to requests for comment about any policy changes moving forward. Broadway star Ben Platt has publicly come out as gay in his new music video. Last month, Platt announced his debut album, Sing To Me Instead. He subsequently released two singles from the upcoming album, Bad Habit and Ease My Mind. With the premiere of the latter's music video this past week, Platt shared a part of himself with the world for the first time. Shot entirely in black and white, the video depicts a domestic romantic relationship between two men. It also shows the weight of mental health struggles. In the videos, out actor Charlie Carver of Broadway's The Boys in the Band and ABC's Desperate Housewives plays Platt's love interest. Platt told People magazine, I've been out since I was 12 years old to my family and anyone in my life. I've never sort of hidden that or been ashamed by it. It's just part of me. He added that the album with 12 songs 
represents his romantic life. He added that he's grateful for, quote, the first opportunity to represent my relationships and the men that I've loved. About this video specifically, he explained, there was not really any moment where we had to decide it should be about me and a man as opposed to anything else, because it was just, we're going to represent what this was inspired by, which was this man that I was in love with. So it was really a no-brainer. As many people know, Platt created the role of the title character in the Broadway musical Dear Evan Hansen and won the Tony Award for Best Actor in 2017. His next acting assignment will be in Ryan Murphy's Netflix series The Politician. Sing to Me Instead comes out on March 29th. The NAACP announced the nominees for this year's Image Awards this week, and noticeable among those not recognized was the groundbreaking series Pose from super producer Ryan Murphy. Although the show was nominated for two Golden Globe Awards, two Critics' Choice Awards, a Glad Media Award, and a Gotham Independent Film Award, the nominating committee for the NAACP Image Awards chose to leave the FX series out in the cold. I should note that the show wasn't nominated for this year's Emmy Awards because it missed the cutoff date for eligibility. Trust and believe I expect it to be nominated next year. Many felt principal actors Billy Porter, MJ Rodriguez, and India Moore would have been included in the nominations thanks to fairly universal acclaim for their performances, as well as a nod for outstanding drama series. The Image Awards recognized not only performances and creative achievement of people of color, but also projects that promote diversity and inclusivity. You would think a show like Pose, which chronicles the lives of trans women of color in the 1980s ballroom culture, would be a perfect fit. Five main characters are trans women of color, plus there's the added diversity of other queer characters. But no. Out.com received this statement from Robin Harrison, acting director of the NAACP Hollywood Bureau, after this year's nominations were announced. She wrote, quote, The NAACP Image Awards works with networks, studios, and other industry professionals to make sure we receive nominations that promote the outstanding achievements and performances of people of color in the arts, as well as those who promote social justice, diversity, and inclusion through their creative work. <laughs> she continued saying, each year our vast field of eligible submissions are voted on by a general committee of NAACP and industry representatives. As an organization, the NAACP is proud of shows like Pose that are breaking new ground and bringing issues that impact the LGBTQ community to the forefront of public consciousness. <laughs> Snubbed. That said, there were several nominations acknowledging the achievements of queer artists of color, including ABC's How to Get Away with Murder and Netflix's Orange is the New Black, which feature LGBTQ characters and storylines. RuPaul got a nod for Outstanding Reality Program and Outstanding Host. Titus Burgess, nominated for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Amanda Stenberg for Outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture for The Hate You Give. Outrider Lena Waithe picked up two nods for Outstanding Writing in a Drama Series for episodes of The Chi. Justin Simeon for Outstanding Writing in a Comedy Series for Dear White People. Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer was recognized in both the Outstanding Album category as well as snagging a nomination for Outstanding Female Artist. 
The 50th NAACP Image Awards will be broadcast on March 30th from the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles on TV One. And speaking of awards, it was a great night at the 2019 Grammy Awards as fans saw out artists and LGBTQ allies take home many awards. Brandi Carlisle, who went into the awards ceremony as the most nominated woman of the night, took home three Grammys for Best American Roots Performance and Best American Roots Song for The Joke and Best Americana Album for By the Way, I Forgive You. In accepting her award, she said, Americana music is the island of misfit toys. I came out of the closet at 15 years old when I was in high school, and I can assure you that I was never invited to any parties. I never got to attend a dance. To be embraced by this enduring and loving community has been the dance of a lifetime. Thank you for being my island. Lady Gaga picked up three awards beginning the evening's festivities with a win for Best Pop Duo Group Performance for Shallow from A Star Is Born, followed by Best Song Written for Visual Media, Shallow, and Best Pop Solo Performance for Joanne. In her acceptance speech, Mother Monster said she was proud that her hit movie A Star Is Born addressed mental health issues. She said, if you see someone that's hurting, don't look away. Outrocker St. Vincent snagged two Grammys, one for Best Rock Song for Mass Seduction and for Best Recording Package. Pansexual artist Janelle Monet, who was nominated for Album of the Year and Best Music Video, brought down the house with her performance of Make Me Feel. Monet, who came out last year, dedicated her Grammy nominations to her trans brothers and sisters. She said, My trans brother and sisters, they do it every day and they are shunned from these sorts of events, so this one is for them. And longtime LGBTQ ally Casey Musgraves took home four trophies, including Top Honor Album of the Year. Shortly before the ceremonies, she dropped a gorgeous and touching new music video for her song Rainbow. The video chronicles the everyday struggles of different people, including a young queer teen coping with disapproving parents. And here's something most of us mere mortals can relate to. Grammy Award winner Sam Smith posted a shirtless photo of himself on a beach this week to his Instagram as he works towards overcoming his own sense of body shame. In the caption, the singer admits he used to starve himself before photo shoots because of what he saw in the mirror. He wrote, Yesterday, I decided to fight the fuck back. Reclaim my body and stop trying to change this chest and these hips and these curves that my mom and dad made and loved so unconditionally. The post has garnered over 1.1 million likes since it was posted. Here's Sam's full caption from the post. In the past, if I have ever done a photo shoot with so much as a t-shirt on, I've starved myself for weeks in advance and then picked and prodded at every picture and then normally taken the picture down. Yesterday, I decided to fight the fuck back, reclaim my body, and stop trying to change this chest and these hips and these curves that my mom and dad made and loved so unconditionally. Some may take this as narcissistic and showing off, but if you knew how much courage it took to do this and the body trauma I've experienced as a kid, you wouldn't think those things. Thank you for helping me celebrate my body as it is, photographer Ryan Fluger. I've never felt safer than I did with you. I'll always be at war with this bloody mirror, but this shoot and this day was a step in the right direction.
Tons of fans applauded the post, including America's Next Top Model champ, Niall DeMarco, who wrote, You look beautiful, and I love that you're embracing yourself. The benefits of embracing yourself outweigh the fallbacks of hiding. Always be you. Out singer-songwriter and newly crowned three-time Grammy Award winner Brandi Carlisle chimed in saying, Sam, you look absolutely beautiful and healthy, and you always have to me. You are a fucking dream. No one like you. I will get in a bar fight with anyone who says anything less. And Sex in the City star Sarah Jessica Parker added, Simply divine, my friend. Never more beautiful. I miss you. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't mind sharing The Randy Report with your friends on social media. I like to think of this podcast as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com and instinctmagazine.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time.